You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 35. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It, a podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. My name is Tiffany, and I am your host. And if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. If this is your 35th time listening to the show, I'm glad to have you back. If this is your any number in between 1 and 35, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're listening for another opportunity to hear my thoughts, um, my honest perspective and practical insight on things that are happening in this world, in my life, in the life of those of us trying to adult. Before I get into this week's show, just want to give you a few few announcements. The show is available wherever you listen to podcasts. I am partial to iTunes because iTunes kind of is like the um, you know, central place where a lot of podcasts get started, but if you listen to podcasts on Acast, on the Google Play Store, on Stitcher, on Overcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, except SoundCloud, because I don't put it up on SoundCloud anymore, you can listen to the show there. And if you have not already done so, if you listen to it on iTunes, please head over to the iTunes store and leave a five-star rating and review. And you can do that by going to the podcast app on your phone, searching for How Does She Do It. When the show comes up, you tap the show and then you'll see an option that says write a review. It's that easy. It's a little convoluted, not as straightforward as I wish it was. And I'm sure every other podcaster wishes that it was, um, but that's how you get to it. If you want to follow me on the social medias or the show on social medias, you can follow me at Tiff South. That's Tiff with two Fs. And you can um, also follow the show at how does underscore she do it. And that's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. That's also on Facebook. So I look forward to engaging with you there. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, thoughts on the show, you can either tweet me um, at Tiff South or at how does underscore she do it, or you can send an email to Tiffany at how does she do it podcast.com. And I would love to hear from you. And now we're going to get into this week's just my thoughts segment. And just my thoughts is the portion of the show where I share exactly that. Just my thoughts on something that is happening in the world that I've seen on social media that is impacting me in some way. And first, I want to just start by saying this is Black History Month and it's February when I'm recording this episode. And it's interesting because there's always this both pride and sense of obviousness about Black History when I think about Black History Month. And let me explain that. So it's all it's awesome and it's always great that the world, or the United States at least, s- turns its attention to Black history and, um, and celebrating the, Im- the current and past and future legacy and impact of Black people in America. And then at the same time, there's this other side of it. It's like Black history is American history, right? Black history is made every single day, and it is something worth celebrating and acknowledging every single day in this country in the same way that our... St- 
children are taught in schools about American history. And, um, you know, and I say this not just about, about black people, but also our Latino brothers and sisters, our Asian brothers and sisters, our Native American brothers and sisters in this country and people from all over the world who are built into the fabric of what makes America as great of a nation. And we can, you can put great in air quotes if you want. Um, but as, as great of a place as it is, and it's, it's by the contributions of black and brown people, uh, from all over the place. So while I am happy to celebrate black history, black history is important to me every day. And I have to also acknowledge the, the amount of education and self-educating that I need to do about my own history and about my own people in this country and around the world. Um, you know, Facebook and all these, all these organizations, Google put up a, um, their image the other day was of a woman and her name is escaping me. And I'll put it in the show notes, uh, because I will, I will go back to find it, but she was a classically trained sculptor and born in the United States and was trained, trained in Rome and, and made replicas of these very, very famous statues. And, um, um, and was just phenomenal. And I'd never heard this woman's name before. And um, so when you think about, like I said, think about those things to remember whatever your nationality is, wherever your people come from, whatever different intersections that make you who you are, remember to celebrate those things every single day. We're coming up on March, which is Women's History Month. And again, it's another opportunity and it's nice to be acknowledged um, you know, by the masses, so to speak, for these, these moments in time. But always remember to embrace that history and embrace those things that are worth celebrating every single day in your everyday life. The other thing that I will touch on very briefly because it is not yet a week old as of this recording is the fact that the um, Patriots won the Super Bowl and I'm not still not happy about it. It was it was a an incredible game to watch for a few different reasons. Um, I was sitting at my friend's house wearing my giant shirt, um, as I always do when I watch football and um, just watching the game progress and watching the Atlanta Falcons lead for most of the game to then have the Patriots rally literally within the last like 18 or 20 minutes of the game to come and win. Um, and I, I'm thinking about actually trying to, to draw lessons around that game and around the, the, the progression of the way it happened for a different episode, because it really was fascinating. I won't I've heard people talk about there being a conspiracy in sports, and there are a lot of people who talk about being about conspiracies in sports, generally speaking. Um, but that was a game worth watching. If you haven't seen any clips of it, I, I um, you know, just check it out because I like to, whenever things are happening, to some degree, I try to to at least see it or observe it for myself. Um, so that if, if I plan to make a comment about it or draw an opinion about it. And one of those things actually <laughs> changing gears a little bit was the Melissa McCarthy sketch on Saturday Night Live of um, the press secretary <laughs> for the White House. And it's about eight minutes, and I'm also going to put that in the show notes, but it is one of the funniest things that I have seen in a really long time because she got him spot on. And Melissa McCarthy is a, she's a very, very funny person. She was in Bridesmaids and she, um, was also in Gilmore Girls. I watched, I watched the entire series of Gilmore Girls over the last couple months. And I didn't realize that that's, I don't know if that's where she started, but that was a really, I didn't realize it was such a big role. Um, and that she had such a big role in the show, but anyway, 
I'll put those things in the show notes. Check out Melissa McCarthy's uh, skit on Saturday Night Live of the um, of the press secretary. Or and I'm not, you know what? I hope that's his actual title. To be completely honest, I have been um, I've been listening with one ear to a lot of the news that's happening around um, the current president, and it, it's upsetting for so many different reasons. They just recently silenced Elizabeth Warren on the floor of the Senate as she was. Um, testifying against or making statements against the confirmation of now the current attorney general of the United States, Jeff Sessions, who has been known to have um, to support or to speak in, in not against racism and racist policies in this country. Um, but again, we can we can make arguments in any direction related to these to the things that are currently happening in the presidency and in the in the current administration but if you are even all you have to do is really pay attention to the updates that come up on your phone you don't even have to read these articles to know what's going on so um just just i don't know <laughs> just stay informed stay vigilant and make sure that at the very least even when you're trying to protect yourself from the, the, I guess, vicarious um, emotional trauma that can come with, with someone like our current president being in the White House, that you know information for yourself and that you are, before you're sharing information, at the very least, making sure that that information is actually true. Because part of the reason that we, our country has become so polarized around certain kinds of things is partly because people aren't thinking critically about things on their own. And they're merely absorbing the opinions and information that have been provided to them by other people without actually vetting that information for themselves, and then therefore coming to their own conclusions. So even with the things that I know or believe to be true about the current administration and his all of his compadres, I like to at least find out things on my own before I make um, you know opinions, especially when I then plan to share those opinions with you guys. So. With that, if you have any suggestions of things that you'd like to see me cover on the next um, session or the next segment for Just My Thoughts, send an email to Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com, and I look forward to hearing from you. And that is Just My Thoughts for this week. In episode 34, I talked about New Year renewed me and renewed you instead of the idea of new year, new me and scrapping all of the old and kind of starting from scratch. I talked about kind of refreshing and rejuvenating and thinking about the things that you were working on at the end of 2016 that you wanted to continue to work at coming into this year. And one of the things that's always so interesting is that at the start of a new year, there's all this energy and excitement around re resolutions and goal setting and all this kind of stuff. But by the time February comes, people lose sight of those things that they were really excited about it uh, really excited about on January 2nd and by the time February 2nd gets here they're kind of in the pattern that they've always been in they're kind of moving along in the at the pace and about the same things and just doing the same things that they were doing that they wanted to change but haven't quite done that and there's a few different reasons for that a lot of times we don't actually set the plans in motion and, and identify the actions that we need to take in order to move ourselves from where we are to where we want to be. But the other piece is that a lot of times we don't actually have a clear vision of those things that we're trying to 
work towards. We have these ideas and we have these things that other people have told told us are important or we get this, you know, because it's the new year, I should focus on health or because it's the new year, new year, I should focus on my finances. But they haven't actually gotten clear about those things that they actually want to work on. So in this episode, I want to talk about vision. And a few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to lead a vision boarding workshop Shout out to Soul Vision um, in Philly, and we did a really great did a really great workshop and had a lot of really great energy in the room. We had men and women there. We had magazines. We had um, poster board and people asking a lot of questions, and it was great. And what it made me think about was this: the importance of being very clear about these things that you're working towards. So I came up with an acronym for vision, and I'm going to say it, you know, go through all the letters now and then kind of go into what each one stands for. So V is for value. I is for invest. S is for sacrifice. I for intention. O is for opportunity. And N is for nurture. So if you haven't if you're driving, obviously don't stop to take notes. But if you're somewhere, you might want to take out a notebook and take um, take some of these things down. Um, but Or you can just listen to it again and hopefully some of it will stick in your brain. But... I want to walk through each of those, um, each of those letters and each of those words and how I think that they relate to vision. So starting with V for value, and I took value to mean actually two different things, both our value and our values. And if you've been listening to this show for a while, you may have heard me say this before, but I think it's a really important, it's really important to pair the two of those together. So when you think about your value, That is talking about your worth. That is talking about the idea that you are great enough and you are more than enough to actually even believe in that thing that is bigger than than you, right? To even develop this vision for whatever it is that you're working towards. And it's it's really about setting your sights beyond where you are today and and calling that to the forefront of your mind and knowing that you are enough and believing that you are enough, that you are valuable enough and that you're worth it enough to have that vision and hold it for yourself. So some, for example, when I think about some of the things that, that I have been able to, I've been blessed to have happened to me over the last two or three years, even, even in the last six months, it's like, it's unbelievable to me because I am I don't believe that I'm often worthy of some of these blessings. But then you have to counter that with saying that, you know what, I deserve to walk in this. I deserve, I am valuable enough, that my value is so high that my vision therefore has to be as big as the value that I have. And so if you don't think highly enough of yourself, then your vision will match that. And so what you want to do is dig deep and to, to believe and to know how excellent you are and how great and precious you are to God and to those who love you and care about you to know that you have the value within yourself to then dream that big dream and to have that vision for that thing that you want to work towards. And then thinking about your values, what are the things that matter to you? What are the principles that center you, that influence the things that you want and the things that you do? So for example, some of the the core values that matter to me are authenticity, balance in my life, faith, friendship, service, growth, stability, security, family. Those are the things, health, those are the values that kind of pin me down and that make me kind of 
filter the things that I'm doing in my life. And if they don't align with those things that I, that I hold core to who I am, then they are things that I should not be involved in. So as you think about your vision, you also have to think about those things that you call your values and filter that vision and the actions that you take towards moving that vision through the values that you hold true to yourself. The next letter is invest or the next word (laughs) is invest. And when I think about investing, it means really to involve or get deeply engaged or committed to something. And if you are not willing or don't invest in yourself, and that means getting deeply committed to the process and to the outcome that you desire, who else will make that investment, right? So you have to deeply commit and investing has two different pieces of it. And that, that first piece is that commitment. And the second piece is that financial investment that you might have to actually make in yourself in order to bring your vision, your bigger vision, your bigger dreams to fruition for yourself. So for example, three years ago when I started, when I, when I was actually, it was more than three years ago now at this point, oh my goodness. Um, when I made the decision to, as I was getting ready to shift direction in my, in my career, I made an investment in a coaching program that I have since seen the return on that investment. I had to spend a time investment to go through the actual course. I had to make a financial investment in in that thing. I had to make a time investment as well. And then now more recently, I've invested in in two different coaches for myself for two different areas of my life, both my business as well as my finances outside outside of my business. And so in addition to the time, in addition to the commitment, you also have to think about what financial investment might you have to make. Does that mean buying more books? Does that mean setting up a subscription on, um, you know, for a certain product that you really enjoy and that you know will really enrich your life? Does that mean buying courses? Does that mean setting up, um, you know, time to work with a coach? Does that mean hiring a personal trainer or having someone, um, you know, a company like Blue Apron buy, prepare your meals or send you recipes, right? So what are those things, what are, what are those things that are important and necessary to your vision that will require an investment of both your time, your commitment and your finances? And it's important to think about what those things are, identify them and get clear about where you're going to make that investment and how you're going to pay for it. So don't get me, um, don't let me have you out here charging things to your credit card and and being irresponsible with the kind of financial, particularly investment that you're going to make. But think about how you will actually fund said investment and what it will then bring to you. And then what will the return on that investment be? So you want to make sure going into this period of investing in yourself, investing in your vision, that you are identifying things that you want to then receive from this investment. So if you're deeply committing to going to the gym, if you're deeply committing to being a better better manager or better team member at work, if you're committing to growing this side business of yours, if you're committing to any of these things, you want to think about the time, you want to think about the specific return of this investment that you're going to make. And you want to think about whatever financial investment is going to be required and identify very clearly. So for example, working with my financial coach, I knew that I needed her to help me develop a clear plan to address a certain amount of debt that I had. And that was what I went in the door with. And that was what I walked out of the door with in addition to a many, many other things. And when I think about working with my business coach, I went in very clear with the kinds of things I was hoping to get out of my time with him and 
and walked out with those things and then much, much more. So the, the real thing about and this is stepping away from the investment piece for a bit. The real amazing thing about identifying, taking the time to get clear and to write things down about the things that we want from any aspect of our lives, in addition to then seeing those things come to fruition, we also get other blessings and other learnings and other opportunities that come beyond the things that we even could have imagined for ourselves. But it starts with developing what that idea is and getting clear and visualizing what that thing is that you want for yourself. So I, you know, I talk about, and you hear it said all the time, the value of writing things down. So it, it, it starts with, it actually does something to your subconscious because when you're not thinking about things, you, your mind remembers, your subconscious remembers that you wrote that thing down somewhere and you start to see the, the pieces of the puzzle come together, even when you're not actively doing it or actively working on it in, in, at all times. So, um, so far, we've talked about value. We've talked about invest. And so we're going to move on to sacrifice. And sacrifice is related to investing, but I think about it more about the things that you have to give up or move away from in order to bring your, fru your vision to fruition. So when you're thinking about the goal of going to the gym more often or spending time working out more often or spending more time reading, you then have to sacrifice something in order to make room for that other thing. For me, it's often my time in front of the television. It's often me not using, you know, an entire Saturday to binge watch This Is Us or um, there was another show that I just recently binge watched. Oh, Notorious. See, like the fact that I can even call those shows to name is is kind of problematic. So my point is, though, that in order to bring your your vision to reality, you also have to think about the things that you need to sacrifice in order to make that make time to do that thing that you're working towards. So when you think about some of the goals that you have, and I want you to write this down, and actually, I want you to share them with me, because one of the things that I'd like to, to start doing more is being able to help you be accountable to the goals that you have for yourself. So you can either tweet me at Tiff South at how does she do it? How underscore does she do it? Send me an email, Tiffany at how does she do it podcast.com. But tell me what are the things that you're working towards and what are some of the sacrifices that you have to make in order to make those things happen? And even if you don't share them with me in, you know, via email or via Twitter, which I hope that you do, write them down for yourself. Because again, just like I talked about, it's really important that we clearly, we can clearly identify instead of having these ideas and these things in our head and just like mulling around and, oh, this sounds cute and it sounds fancy. Once you put it on paper, it becomes much more real. And then you become accountable to a degree to that piece of paper, to that thing that you've written down. So write down and think about the things that you need to sacrifice in order to see your vision move from just a vision to a reality in your life. The next I in vision stands for intention. And intention really just means deliberate, being determined to do or move or act in a certain kind of way and not operating haphazardly or randomly or just because or on a whim. And that's not to say that there isn't room for that kind of um 
feeling, that kind of movement, that kind of opportunity to kind of just be fluid and kind of go with the flow generally. But the most successful people, whether you talk about successful on TV type of successful or people that you see in your everyday life who you admire, chances are the things that they've done in their life have been deliberate and intentional. Maybe they didn't necessarily know how everything was going to come together, but they selected opportunities for a certain reason. They put themselves in front of certain kinds of people. They developed certain kinds of relationships. They also intentionally stayed away from certain kinds of things and certain kinds of people and certain kinds of opportunities. So even... You know, as we think about going, you know, moving through our 20s, moving through our 30s, moving through our 40s, however you, however old you are listening to this episode, every action eventually starts to have certain consequences and inaction also has certain kinds of consequences. So being deliberate, being determined to move or not move in a certain kind of way means that you can influence the kinds of consequences that you do and do not, um, have in your life. And sometimes you can't anticipate everything that's going to go wrong or anticipate all kinds of, um, fallout for certain kinds of choices. But there's a good amount of choices that we make that we can anticipate some of the things that can go wrong. So for example, if I choose to, let's say, eat a whole pint of Ben and Jerry's chocolate chip cookie dough every single day for months and months and months on end, I can anticipate the consequence that can come from that. And as we move in our 20s, as we move in our 30s, certain career decisions, certain choices that we make intentionally have certain outcomes and certain uh, you know consequences. So for example, when I was thinking about making the career transitions that I've made between leaving practice to going to work in admissions to coming to work in recruiting, each of those moves had a an intention behind it. It doesn't, it didn't, you know, when I graduated from law school in 2011, I didn't necessarily intend that my path would lead me to where I am right now. I didn't see this outcome right now, but Every choice that I've made career-wise has had some thought and some deliberate, um, you know, goal or objective related to it. Whether it was the skill set that I was trying to have, the exposure that I was trying to get for to certain um, to a certain part of the industry. So when you think about the moves that you make related to your personal and professional goals and your, you know, self-development and your career development, you also think about the, you have to think about what is your, what's your objective connected to that? Why are you doing this thing? Because to go through life, uh, you know, just on a whim and kind of randomly and haphazardly, it could work out fine for you. Um, it could be okay. And that's, and you know, and some people manage to have those kinds of lives where they just kind of pick up and go and float through and everything is great. But most people don't have those kinds of lives. And most people who are after the kind of success that the people who are probably listening to this podcast that you are probably looking after is not going to come as a result of floating through randomly and kind of seeing how things go. So think intentionally about the the, the things that you want and make choices that correspond then to that bigger vision that you have, that correspond to that goal that you have. Otherwise, you will you'll be operating kind of mis- misguided in a misguided way. And you don't want to live your whole life in that kind of, in just kind of floating through and hoping things work out for the best. So be intentional, be deliberate about the things that you do, about the choices that you make, about the people you surround yourself with. 
and it doesn't mean necessarily be calculated, right? There's a, I think there's a difference and it's a subtle difference. It's a fine line between being intentional and being calculated. Calculated, I think implies some sort of, um, sort of shady motive, right? Something that you're kind of being sneaky about or something holding something close to your chest. Whereas intentional is just being like, okay, I am doing this thing for this reason. And this is what I'm hoping will come out of it because it is connected to this bigger picture that you have visualized for yourself. And this does not mean that you have to be calculated. It does not mean that A has to equal B, has to lead to C, D, E, and F. It means you have to build flexibility into this, but you also have to think deliberately about the things that you're trying to do and the connections that you're trying to make and how those things relate back to the bigger picture and to the bigger vision that you have. So be intentional and make sure that the decisions that you make, the actions that you take, and the people that you surround yourself with, the opportunities that you say yes to, the opportunities that you say no to, all come back to this bigger vision and to the intention that you have related to that vision and to that goal. So just to recap, we have gone through your value, we've gone through investing, we've gone through sacrifice, intention, and now we are up to the O in vision, which is I've decided stands for opportunity. And your Vision doesn't come to reality. Your goals don't come to reality without opportunity to make those things happen. And the idea behind putting opportunity into the mix is the idea that you have to be ready and prepared for those opportunities when they present themselves. I've heard it said before that you don't want to get ready, you want to stay ready. Getting ready implies having to work up to be at a certain point. When you stay ready, no matter when, no matter who, no matter how, you are prepared to take that step, to move in that direction. So one of the things that, you know, that begs the question then, how do you get prepared? And that talks about, you know, the things that we've already talked about today, knowing your value, embracing the values connected to the thing that you're trying to do, being clear about what it is that you want, figuring out what investment you have to make, being intentional about the choices that you make, being prepared to learn the things that you know you don't know in order to get yourself to that next point. So I always talk about Excel because that's one of the things that I know when looking at my resume, data and data analysis was something that I needed to be able to uh, do in order to advance and learn more about the the, the field that I'm in and the, the things that I'm doing in my field. And so while I haven't been able to do you know these kind of crazy big picture analyzing 10 million thousand spreadsheets, I have gone out of my way to try and take ownership of these kinds of um, of, of things related to data analysis and Excel because I know it's important. And so when an opportunity presents itself, I have spent some time watching some YouTube videos, being super nerdy, asking questions about how to make pivot tables and how to put formulas in certain kinds of places because I know that when it comes down to preparing this spreadsheet at a certain time of the year, I want to be prepared for that opportunity when it presents itself. So I'm staying ready by working in these existing documents and all that kind of stuff. So long-winded example, but what are what are the opportunities that are presenting themselves to you and how are you already prepared for those opportunities? Because what I have found and I have seen this come alive in my own life in the last few months. And it honestly boggles my mind at how good God can be to somebody like me. But the idea that 
over the last several years, I have been putting myself and positioning myself and my brand in a certain kind of way that I am now starting to see the very beginning of the dividends start to pay off. And and by that, I mean having friends call me with opportunities to go give keynotes in certain places or have people ask me to lead workshops in certain spaces. And it's such a blessing because I could not have asked for those things to be given to me in the way that they've been given to me, but I stayed ready. Why? Because I have been working to put myself in these positions over time by putting myself up to give a presentation or by working on talks behind the scenes and just developing just different ideas as I'm sitting in my living room just randomly one day. And so when you think about the thing that you see yourself doing in a year, in two years, in three years, what are the things that you can do now to be prepared for that time the phone rings or you get that email and somebody wants you to show up in a certain way? How can you stay ready? What do you need to do today to stay ready for that opportunity when it presents itself to you? And last but not least is N for nurture. And nurture just means to care for and encourage the growth and development of something. And when you think about where you are right now and one thing that you are doing well in your life right now, you probably nurtured that thing in some way or someone helped encourage the growth and development of that thing that has gotten you to where you are in that particular area of your life. And so when you think about nurturing your vision. It means taking care of it. It means encouraging it to grow and to expand and to shift and to change as you are growing and changing in your own life. It means involving yourself in certain kinds of training and involve yourself in certain kinds of uh, just development and just, and caring for it. Because if no one, no one will nurture your vision if you don't nurture your vision. No one will want to invest in you or invest in your vision if you are not willing to nurture and invest in your vision yourself. If you're not taking care of yourself, you know how they say that you can't take care of other people if you are not taking care of yourself. You can't help other people be great if you're not helping yourself be great. You can't help yourself get to that next milestone if you are not nurturing whatever it is that you see needs to be done to get to that that milestone. You can't just say, I want to run my own business or I want to be the vice president of this department or manage a team of XYZ size if you are not actually taking the time to care for and encourage the development and growth of that objective and of that goal and of that vision that you have. So please know that this world, as you very well know, is not a kind, is not a place that will just hand you anything. And in order for you to get that thing that you are working towards, you have to know and make sure that all of the things that you are working toward are deliberately and intentionally connected to your value, connected to your values, that it is an 
clear investment of your time, your resources, and your money, that you are making the necessary sacrifices to see those things through, that you are being intentional about the relationships that you're building and the choices and actions that you're making and taking, that you are taking advantage advantage of opportunities that are presenting themselves to you and that you are staying ready for opportunities that are to come in the future. And last but not least, that you are truly nurturing your gifts, that you're nurturing your vision, you're nurturing your goals and allowing and inviting other people to help encourage the development of this thing that you see for yourself. So when I think about bringing all of that together, it really is a matter of making sure that you keep your actions aligned with your vision. And everything that I talked about in this episode today really leads itself and lends itself to having that big picture vision for yourself and then doing these different and specific things that make sure that your actions are marching toward seeing that vision come to life. Despite what we see when we look at the people that we admire, whether they be our bosses, whether they be someone who works in our organizations, whether they be people that we see on television, they didn't get there by showing up one day. There are years and years and years of, of work and time and effort and deliberate and intentional movement towards the person that we see in front of us today. And again, like I talked about before, they may not have seeing themselves becoming the thing that they're be, that they've become now but all roads when they reflect back lead to where they are right now because they took it step by step by step at a time and so i just encourage you no matter where you are no matter how big or small you think your vision is make sure that you're doing the things that you need to do to align your actions with that vision and just keep moving forward enlist the support of people who care about you and who want to see you do well and know that there are people in this world myself included who want to see you do well so i encourage you to send just share with me in a tweet or share with me in an email tiffany at how does she do a podcast.com what is your vision and what are some of the things that you need to do to see that vision come to life we talked about investments sacrifice nurturing opportunities what are those things? Send me an email. I'd love to hear from you and talk a little bit more about that because I want to see everybody do great. There's enough room out here for all of us to eat. There's enough room for all of us to be successful. And so with that, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It? This is episode 35. And I'm grateful for your listens to this point in this in the episode. Know that next episode, there'll be something special. So please make sure you tune into episode 36. I'll be having my first guest on the show. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but make sure you listen in. If you have not already done so, please leave a five-star rating and review in the iTunes store. The way you do that is go to the podcast app, search for How Does She Do It, tap the show when the icon pops up, then tap reviews that comes up in the middle of the screen and then just write a review and you can do that there. 
This week's review comes from Call Me Shern. It says, topical, relevant, and relatable. Tiffany drops so many gems in each episode. I've been on a journey to figure out what my purpose is, and her podcast really hit the nail on the head every time. Whether it's challenging you to spend your time more wisely or asking you to reassess how you use your current circumstance for your future goal, Tiffany shares great insights and has such relatable stories. Definitely recommend for young professionals who are trying to find their way. Thank you. Thank you thank you call me Sharon. it's another five-star review and if you haven't left one yet please do so when you can but either way i'm appreciative of your time thank you again for listening to the podcast and just a quick shout out to the itunes store there's a feature for black history month called the black experience lots of great podcasts in there shout out to the homie rich jones over at paychecks and balances steven over at trailblazers podcast Kwame at Negotiation for Entrepreneurs, and shout out to Berry at Podcast in Color. If you haven't followed her on Twitter or checked out her website, she is excellent. She has hashtags around making sure that people of color from around the world can find each other in this podcasting space. So thank you to her because without her, that feature would not be possible for sure. And um, just check out the feature on the iTunes store, uh, The Black Experience, a lot of great shows in there. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.